You're listening to Fucks Given, the one where we interview Rooster. Welcome to Fucks Given. I'm Reed. And I'm Florence. And we are on a mission to revolutionise the sex space, break down barriers and give the lowdown on all things sexy. Every week, we will welcome a special guest to share with us their juicy details about their best fucks, worst fucks, or even the fucks that changed them. And we'll also hear your guys' sex questions and your worst sex stories. We're all about celebrating your sex. We're removing the stigma around the whole number bullshit. No matter how many people you've slept with, the number never matters because the fucks given are the fucks that made us. Oh, hi. Hey. (laughs) (laughs) Please tell us a little bit about yourself. So I'm Ruru, or Hello Rooster. Um, I'm a performer um, in porn. (laughs) Um, I'm also um, an advocate for, like, performer safety and uh, working, better working conditions than better... Uh, labor rights in porn um and i'm also like a cinematographer so what do you think about the stigma attached to the number how many people you've slept with um i feel that's for me um i think also being like a sex worker and um Mm -hmm. in porn like i don't think of those as like my actual number um I think um, my, yeah, uh, my actual uh, number is quite small. Yeah. Outside oh, that's of really interesting, work. actually. Yeah. Um, and um, I, yeah, I never like kind of think of like putting oh like all those people that I've I've had sex with for work, you know, putting them on like my like a, a notch in my bed. Yeah. Or like you know <laughs> like a tick. Like oh yeah, like I've got all of that. Um, yeah. Are they two separate two separate lists? I don't know I think as a kid when I you know because I I very much like the stereotype like everyone wants to you know watching a lot of porn I'm always kind of fantasizing and being like oh I'm you know if I'm if I'm ever in porn yeah like all of these things I'm gonna uh, take off Um, but then actually um, working in porn and actually that being like two separate things and yeah like I, I never kind of envisioned I always thought as a kid, like, yeah, it will just be, like, one kind of, you know, big kind of uh, amazing experience and just, like, yeah, like, you know, um, my private sex life is also the sex life that I have in front of, like, uh, in front of the camera and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but that's not the case. Yeah, um, it just kind of naturally, um, it wasn't even a, a conscious thing. Um, it just naturally... Yeah. Different, two different things. It's more like, oh, okay, those are friends that I know who I also happen to have sex with and fuck on camera yeah um and it just seems very different um well yeah because like when you're by yourself like in a room with someone on bed like it's just like it's an intimate experience but shooting porn isn't exactly the most intimate of experiences Mm. because there's a lot of people there there's a lot of people watching you there's other things to think about yeah and like i don't know where do you because i i've been in um orgies before and it's like okay where do you <laughs> draw the line in terms of like <laughs> are those people included in your number yeah <laughs> like, yeah like 
when you've made contact, like your your legs kind of touch. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, he grabbed my balls. Is that like yeah, one accent, person? Yeah, like, you know, um, the boom pole kind of touched <laughs> an intimate part. Like, <laughs> do was I that, include that? Was that a sexual partner? <laughs> <laughs> I looked into the director's eyes and I came. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so then it just I feel it it just blurs the line and um, yeah um. yeah there's nothing wrong with that the fact that (laughs) I love the fact that you don't really have a list or a number it's just all just whatever happens happens yeah but I'm I'm also really very forgetful like um, (laughs) I really struggle to um, yeah um, remember a lot of the people remember them (laughs) oh my god no I'm just forgetful in general it's not um about the number it's just yeah. like my brain and my partner also just like constantly like yeah well i guess if you're also fucking for work then it the, it's too much to remember mm-hmm. i mean I, when i look back to all the times when i was having loads of one night stands when i was like in my early 20s i don't remember every single person that i fucked Definitely. Like, no way. Yeah, I, you know, when you, you're just walking down the road and you're like, oh, I fucked them as well. I forgot <laughs> yeah. about that. Like, oh, shit. <laughs> you you yeah. mentioned you had a partner. Yes. Uh, can you talk about them? Uh, yeah. Um, so we, uh, um, we've been in a relationship uh, for three, four years. Um, and uh, she's married. Um, and we all kind of like live in this, um, I guess, house and sleep. In the same bed. Um, I'm I'm more involved with her um, than her husband. Um, but yeah, it's. Um, Is it a polyamorous relationship? Yeah. Uh, um, I mean, I, I would kind of maybe label it more like non-monogamous. Um, okay. Mm-hmm. Because also, like, there's times where I, she has this kind of thing where she keeps on teasing me that um, because I don't have that many relationships or sexual kind of things outside of our relationship so mm. she's always like oh okay you're monogamous with me and yeah. i'm just like yeah I've, I've, heard, <laughs> I've heard the term emotionally monogamous and it's it's like you can have sex with other people but you emotionally want to stay with them yeah like i mean i would um i think when i first kind of came to poly um i pretty much like um Solo poly was very much um, the identity that I kind of took, mm. where um, I, my primary partner is myself, mm-hmm. and um, before anyone else, and everyone else is like a secondary partner. Interesting um, way of looking at it. Yeah, um, whilst I think a lot of people approach poly um, or like non-monogamy as a couple, so you know, you know, um, their their other partner is their primary uh, partner, and then everyone else that they date are secondary. Um, and yeah, I don't know. Um, so since that, like, you know, I always kind of think of myself first or maybe selfishly. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, it's not really selfish. It's just more, um, yeah, like my primary kind of partnership is with myself. Yeah. Um, I think it's important to be selfish sometimes. I mm. really do. Mm-hmm. Like, I think we all need to be a little bit more selfish so we can be a little bit more happy. Yeah. Yeah. Selfish is a bad word. It, it should really just be like self-care. Yeah. 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 Looking after yourself. Yeah. It selfish brings up bad thoughts. Fuck Uno. The last fuck. Um, so it was actually this morning. Um, <gasps> fresh. <laughs> fresh. Yeah. I love it. Fresh. <laughs> <laughs> but also, 
you know, we haven't actually had sex for a while um, for so many reasons. Um, um, I've been going through like a lot emotionally, but um, yeah, like, you know, it, it was really, really great. Like, you know, um, just to kind of... To yeah. re... <laughs> In, not invent I was like reinvent sex <laughs> no yeah, like reignite just, yeah, yeah reignite, reignite. Yeah. yeah it was that yeah yeah um yeah it was it was definitely reigniting something. nice can you tell us any juicy details what kind of sex are you having I feel like my sex is very boring like um, <laughs> like no, my private no, no sex is boring no True. sex is boring if it's pleasurable but you always kind of think of you know oh okay someone who um works in porn or porn stars and you know performers that their sex life is very outrageous yeah Yeah. and like over the top and it's the same with people talking about sex yeah we're we're sluts and we fuck around all the time we must get laid all the time and it's amazing and it's exactly the same for porn yeah Yeah. (laughs) and all i really want is for someone to sit on my face (laughs) (laughs) is that that's it that does it and pretty much yeah like you know that's literally what happened i'm sure so many so many people listening to this just got very moist right now (laughs) that is so many people's dreams just to have somebody eat them out some good old fashioned face sitting face sitting love it the smothering part as well like or is it it's like so many things like the smothering part but like the dominance and submissive kind of part yeah. elements and like also humiliation has become like a, is a big thing for me oh, um that's sexy. or in the last kind of two three years it's been like a big kind of draw mm-hmm. um yeah and then when you know someone just kind of combines it with like dirty talk or like you know spit and saliva and you know just yeah. like spitting from above mm-hmm. into you. Oh, oh, I'm just yeah. like, and their pleasure as well yeah and then like <laughs> Just tease and denial and all that. Oh, I'm just like, stop it. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah. My vagina's galloping right now at the thought of this. Yeah. I actually like, like, I like it the other the other way around, I guess. Like, I always fantasize that when I'm masturbating by myself. Like, I imagine, like, my boyfriend's straddling me and I've just got his cock in my face. Mm. Lovely. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I used to think that I loved just being submissive but recently i mean i watched every i watch everything Mm. now i do like the the swap and the change i also really like men making other men submissive as well it's like a huge Mm. thing oh yeah um (gasps) yeah oh um like the whole kind of like bisexual cockhold kind of thing oh cockhold yeah i don't know i think (laughs) again like accumulation is like a very strong thing Mm. um like giving and receiving and it's just I don't know, it's like a very recent thing in like the last two, three years. And maybe because I've established with uh, this partner um, that kind of like safety and um, trust. Mm, The trust, yeah. Yeah. And I'm just like, yeah. How did you discover that you liked humiliation? Because I feel like a lot of people would be quite scared to admit that. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I I, I was very like very much into impact play and like kink and um i think that was when i was pretty much like exploring my sexuality um Mm. that was what i was doing a lot more of um and it wasn't really you know i was more like of a switch um Mm -hmm. so you know uh, sometimes like top or bottom or like dom like slop um sub but Mm -hmm. um yeah it it wasn't really about like humiliation it was just more about you know um receiving a lot of impact uh play and like pain and you know yeah and then at some point my body just couldn't take 
the pain, pain anymore. Yeah. And then That's suddenly, so interesting. yeah, suddenly I just like humiliation was like a thing, like spit, and you know, yeah, it was just like. Because yeah. humiliation is more mental dominance over yeah. physical. Uh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I love, fucking love that shit. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> like, all of it. And the dirty talk as well. Oh, just yeah. like, yeah. pathetic. I can't yeah. believe you're getting off on this. Oh my God, I'm just turning myself on now. I need to stop. <laughs> I think it's really important to point out as well that people's um, interests in sex and what they enjoy changes. Yeah. It yeah. fluctuates. Yeah. So and true. And you might like like something one year and then the next you're like, actually i kind of want to move on to something else now yeah like i never thought i would yeah like particularly like mental kind of you know pleasure, yeah that kind of psychological kind mm-hmm. of stuff like i it wasn't really for me like you know when i was younger or in my teens and um early 20s um it was more about like the physical kind of you know aspect of sex and um visual but then yeah something changed and it just kind of came more like mental Would you be able to tell us about your first time? Um, so I've, I've had a very complicated or um, complex relationship with sex in terms of being a survivor of like childhood sexual abuse and mm. trauma and stuff. And like sex has always like fascinated me since then. And mm-hmm. um, it was always s- something to engage with. But like, it, yeah, it was a very kind of difficult journey um and um i don't know like um it, it's it's taking a while to really be kind of comfortable with sex um but it's i i've i've reached a certain point where it's like yeah i i feel um very comfortable you know like enjoying sex and not you know um my past kind of like or my first kind of sexual experience you Mm. know defining me or stopping me from enjoying yeah um how have you managed to get there um it's it's been difficult like you know hitting like several roadblocks um in terms of um yeah like i i feel like i (laughs) in terms of like the stereotype of you know oh like you know you think of uh, porn performers and porn stars you know when mm. did you um, when was your first um, if I kind of think of it outside of um, uh, that first as a kid um, I, you know I had sex in like my early 20s that was like my first kind of you know I think consensual yeah. sexual experience like everything before that yeah like I hadn't um, pretty much had sex so I think yeah. I kind of compared I'm always like oh maybe I had sex quite late um, compared to everyone else mm. Um but it was really like interesting, you know. I felt that w- I was ready then, you know, having taken the time, and um, it was with someone who I'd built a connection with and really trusted, and mm-hmm. um, you know, we took things very slow. And I think like the first time um, we tried, um, like yeah, we were both kind of like, ah, what do we do? And then <laughs> yeah. and we were twenty, and it was like. <laughs> why is this not like obviously we watch loads of porn but like why is this not going in and yeah. all this kind of thing and yeah. I'm like um it's almost like porn sometimes doesn't really work like real sex yeah <laughs> who'd have known lies to you it's like what it just slips in straight away <gasps> yeah uh, so it, it was it was we I, yeah I think we tried for like half an hour and like yeah it was 
And then I like, I feel my penis was just like going like, Slipping you know, like, like yeah, it was just like, nope, nope, nope. It was, yeah, it, it just, um, and then like, you know, I think we tried like uh, the next morning and it just kind of worked. Um, and yeah. I think since then that kind of relationship was just um, like establishing that kind of like uh, safe space, um, especially emotional mm-hmm. safe space. Um, yeah. Um, I've really um, been able to engage um, um, in sex and actively like enjoy sex. But I've also learned a lot about, you know, my own like boundaries and uh, um, a lot of things. Um and also uh, with therapy, like, you know, going and mm-hmm. doing a lot of, like, psychosexual therapy. And Yay, we love therapy. Yeah, it's been um, really um, helpful. I've, I've got this T-shirt which says um, therapy shouldn't be a luxury. Um, mm-hmm. So true. Yeah. It should, um, be, it should be mandatory in schools. Yeah. Yeah, that's, yeah that'd be so good. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah it's like so maths, imp- just do therapy. Yeah, it's, <laughs> yes. like, so important. I, I feel people got- don't realise how... You know, for for anything, I mean, not just, you know, um, sex and all of these kinds of things, like, you know, with work and with, mm-hmm. you know, everything, therapies, like, so, you know, just to be able to speak to someone who has, like, no connection to you and you, you could just kind of be like, mm-hmm. um, yeah. A lot of it's to do with understanding, though, mm. because you just have no idea and you, you don't understand why until they help you figure it out and mm. understand the situation because you end up, getting it all caught up in your own head and thinking that mm. it's your fault or yeah. having yeah well we're not side effects that's the mm. wrong word but managing it in a completely different way yeah. yeah can i ask if you were able to open up to your first sexual partner about your assault and did that help you get through it i think unfortunately not <laughs> like oh. i i i remember it being very difficult mm. um and again with or what i've later learned um you know, in regards to like stigma and also people's like um, how certain people of like different like genders like also you know react to you know uh, sexual assault and you know mm-hmm. how they're able to be vocal about it and you know the sexual assault happened to people who define as like men and all of these kind of things. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I remember really struggling to find the words, mm-hmm. but then I was also like coming to terms with my sexuality around that time like i identify as like queer um or pansexual um mm. and you know my like the experience that i had as a kid being from you know um by someone who was you know um male bodied or like male identified mm. um and that kind of messing with you know oh, okay like or me struggling to kind of think okay am i attracted to people of you know um this gender because of that uh, or you know yeah. and this attachment and stuff but then it was only through therapy and stuff and like also like understanding of like queerness and all of these kind of things that i was yeah. actually like actually no it has like no mm-hmm. um yeah like a um, there's no relationship to yeah. it. Um, That's amazing. Yeah. So uh, um, I remember like really struggling to a lot, like in my early twenties, um, and with that first relationship, and even after. Um, and I think 
finding the words like queer and you know also going through therapy really helped a lot regarding um feeling safe and confident in my sexuality and being able to explore my sexuality safely without yeah. it being traumatic yeah you know um, and keep on going back to this kind of first sexual experience as like a defining moment and mm-hmm. being like actually no like you know um that happened but okay like i can still enjoy and have safe sex thank you for being so honest yeah no? thank you so no much fuck three the fuck that made me again like it's um very much not to kind of stick with like trauma but um Mm. like i was someone who didn't particularly enjoy oral but again like having i think um a fuck that kind of like changed me where i never really had like oral sex like receiving oral sex um and then for um someone to kind of like do that or like i don't know um unintentionally violate those boundaries and stuff yeah and then it kind of made me put me in a place where I started thinking about um, and having to engage in like oral sex and or receiving oral sex and and made me want to um, or ma- gave me the space where I was able to then enjoy it. Okay. Much later. Mm. Um, well, so how did you get over that? Um... I don't know. <laughs> I think it was just <laughs> yeah, day. like a lot of um, um, a lot of trust probably yeah um so i you know with um it was with um several people but um yeah you know again with my partner and um uh someone else that uh, i i i saw um or i am still seeing um who lives out in philly um i think you know having uh you know created such like a safe kind of um space with them um i was able to kind of like they would always like check in with me regarding that and take him very baby steps of like okay can i touch you here and you know is yeah. this okay and stuff like that um so important yeah um and so it really kind of like my confidence in engaging in that kind of like yeah. activity w- w- was really um helpful yeah. um and then also just like you know the sex that we had not just you know with that because like you know um not only do i just particularly like you know face that you know yeah. someone sitting on my face but like also you know fingers in my mouth or you know kind of you know um objects in my mouth okay. um and i think it was able you know being able to have that kind of safe space you know we were able to like explore so much and mm-hmm. um i remember um also in that same kind of i think we had like sex for like an hour and a half or something like that mm-hmm. where yes. um it was just like you know fingers and mouths and like dildos and like face sitting and like um. you know they were like bleeding at the time and like period sex and just like it was so just like raw. this kind of you know wow. like oh like yeah yeah. <laughs> <Animalistic>. <laughs> yeah and it was just like so since then like um yeah it was just like oh like I, I can do all these things like yeah I'm, I'm receiving oral which I don't really enjoy but you know yeah um do you enjoy receiving oral now yeah and I think this might go into like the best fuck like where you know um mm. 
I think that is like <laughs> the best kind of like sex that I've had. Oh, but like really? um, the w- I think you know um the one that defined me was you know with this person um where um again you know I literally I hadn't uh I I think I knew them in a week and you know we'd built so much like trust and we ended up having this like amazing kind of sex and just you know all the stuff that was involved in it um, yeah was like really amazing fuck four the best fuck as someone who i'd never really like experienced oral um in my past kind of sexual history yeah to i was um in a relationship with someone uh, for six months and They were like really, they really loved giving oral, and okay. I was like someone who didn't really enjoy or was very kind of new to receiving yeah. oral. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just, again, I think that was like when like humiliation was like a thing that I was exploring. Okay. Um, so I remember, you know, they would, they really loved kind of giving like very a lot of spit and saliva and very deep throat and gagging and stuff. And I, yeah. I think I'd always when I'd watch porn, like, that was always, like, an image, like, oh, yeah, very fascinating. Yeah. Um, mm. But, like, it was something I couldn't bring myself, like, emotionally or oh. physically to do. And then having, going, um, being in this, like, relationship with this person who really enjoyed it. And mm. then also, yeah, like, um, starting to enjoy it and starting to explore that. Mm-hmm. And, you know, just... I remember one night, you know, like they were just kind of like going to town and and there was like, you know, a towel and there was like saliva everywhere and and then I'll just be like, <laughs> okay, like, you know, the um like she was kind of giving me like I'm a blowjob and I'll I'll just kinda of like bring her head up and then just say like oh, I'll spit in my mouth and then Yeah <laughs> like, <laughs> down and I was just like like I it was just like this kind of I I, I it wasn't even like a sub dumb kind of thing. It was just just all kinds yeah and i was just like oh okay like you know spit in my mouth and you know (laughs) and then they'll go kind of back down and like you know um yeah you know kind of keep on like um yeah um and that kind of back and forth and was just like really like i feel like the best kind of fuck and then Mm. um you know they uh yeah um they also kind of made me kind of go down on them and then um they also um could kind of like squirt i think that was like the first and only maybe the only person that i've been with who can kind of squirt and you know yeah i just remember like oh um squirt in my mouth and then you know there's like yeah open the floodgates yeah like you know please squirt in my mouth and yeah I'm just like, <laughs> it sounds like there's like so much communication like happening during that sex yeah and i feel maybe you know that's you know i had to learn that through um because of my experience as a kid like and always having like a difficulty like you know um um getting getting started with sex so uh, and what like performing in porn has like really helped Uh me like where i'm able to kind of have difficult conversations around sex Mm. and like consent and boundaries yeah um in the beginning Mm -hmm. before engaging in sex um or even ongoing kind of consent and um Mm. yeah um it's really like helped 
So you feel like porn, like being a porn performer has helped in your own personal sex life? Yeah, yeah. Like, um, and it's definitely changed, you know, like, yeah, where, you know, um, yeah, I feel like the majority of those people I've spoken about have are either sex workers or very kind of close yeah. proximity um, with sex workers or in that kind of community. And yeah, um, I felt kind of safe to kind of, you know, um, so it's had like a very huge impact on my sexuality and mm-hmm. um, I'm very grateful. Um, yeah, for, for, you know, mm-hmm. for that experience. Fuck number five. The worst fuck. Like, I've, I feel I've not really had a worse kind of fuck. Yeah, like, you know, a kind of consensual kind of, you know, um, mm. outside of, you know, those kind of, I think, traumatic yes, yeah. <laughs> events. Um, That's amazing, though. Like, yeah, like champagne I've, bottle pop. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I feel like all of them, there's always something... And again, I don't know whether it's because of, like, my sexuality, like, being pansexual, like, you know, um, mm. there's always something... I feel like I have so many fetishes. And as a kid, like, I was very much, like, watching, like, all the porn, like, every <laughs> type of porn. And it was just, yeah. like... Um, and I always, like, any kind of sex I have, like, there's always something I take away from it that I really, like, enjoy. And it's mm. not... You know, I might not have, like, an amazing, like, orgasm, but... Uh, it's not like, oh, okay, that was... Uh, that was the worst. It was yeah. still an enjoyable yeah. experience. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah, I'm kind of... But maybe I was a, like, my number is not that <laughs> big. So I, I, It I doesn't know. have to be. There's nothing yeah. wrong. Uh, if you're comfortable with the number that you have, then hell yeah. 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 For fuck's sake. So the question from our listeners today is... Is it okay to masturbate regularly? <laughs> Depends how regularly. That's quite um, an open statement because masturbating regularly is great unless you think you have a problem mm. and it overtakes your life and all you can think or do or is yeah. masturbate and cancel plans or if it ruins actual sex. Yeah, and what, relationships is, with other people. what is masturbating too much? Like... If, when I think of like masturbating regularly, I think like, okay, like once a day. Yeah, regularly is kind of like a nice word. What do you, yeah. what do you think, Ruth? I don't know, I, I masturbate. Um, so I feel like as a kid, I masturbated loads into my <laughs> teens and you know- What's that? loads? So um, even now, like um, take for example, you know, when I'm pe- feeling like particularly frustrated or I'm working on a project mm. and I'm behind a computer, I can like, masturbate like 17 times in a day Whoa, and that it, is a lot yeah and, it, and it's kind of like you know oh you know i'm just i'm behind a computer and i'm writing something and i'm just like yeah i just need 30 minutes yeah to i'm frustrated frustrated and i i want to finish this line and then i just yeah masturbate and then Whoa. go back do you so ever hurt good. yourself because that's quite a lot <laughs> Yeah, like sometimes it's, it's kind of maybe not hurt myself, but it, it it reaches the point where I'm so frustrated where like like the cum doesn't come yeah, out. Dry like it cum. Just, yeah, dry It's just like you your your body kind of convulses or you you yeah. you have like some sort of like orgasm, but it's like oh no cum. <laughs> yeah. And then it's like 
Oh, um, so then it, it feeds into further frustration. Yeah, and, I can imagine. Um, wow. yeah. Oh, are there something about working from home that makes me masturbate? Oh my God, wank. Wait, <laughs> wank, that's what it's yeah. called. That is like oh the definition God. of university. I yeah, I yeah, I think we've all been there. Yeah. We've got like projects to do, deadlines, and like, yeah, but, but yeah. one more. Yeah. Or yeah. a boredom wank as well. You can definitely yeah. have boredom wank. And a wank to get you to sleep. Yeah. Oh, like, I mean, that's, well. yeah, every, yeah, like that's a given. Yeah. A given. You know what's happened to me? It's like we, my partner used to be on shifts, and now we're always in, quite often we're going to bed at the same time which completely ruins my <gasps> masturbation schedule because I've tried like a couple of times just um, getting the doxy out when he's in bed anyway, but he's obviously still awake because he always falls to sleep after me. And I just feel like, like last time I did it, I hid under the covers because I was like, I just cannot like see you there in the corner of my eye <laughs> whilst I'm masturbating. Did you have like a conversation about like, okay, I'm gonna- Yeah, gonna... yeah. So I was like, do you mind if um, I masturbate? And he was like, sure, do it, go yeah. ahead. Yeah. It, I, I was it like a one-off it. question or is it like a question like every night kind of thing? No, I've just like denied myself my nightly masturbate. It's because that toy is loud though. You are disturbing their peace and quiet. Not, yeah. not intentionally, <laughs> but it's, I've, I've had to ask me like, are you asleep yet? Um, like, do you mind if I get the toy? And it's like, <laughs> so loud. Yeah. But like, you, like need to, you need to sleep. I need to get my sleep. You know, yeah. I need that like endorphin rush, which exactly. is just gonna help me relax and go to sleep. So I guess we're saying that it's okay to masturbate regularly. Oh yeah, 100%, you know, round back yeah. up to that. Like it is okay yeah. to masturbate regularly. Yeah, but yeah. like if it's affecting, as you said earlier, if it's a, if it's getting in the way of your life, then then maybe cut down. Yeah. yeah, there's like no right number, you know, like 17 is, you know, yeah. something that I, yeah. not regularly, but like when I'm particularly um, frustrated. Oh, yeah, I feel like six, like normally in a day or whatever. Wow. Yeah. Um, Still like... that seems like a lot to me. <laughs> yeah. But like, not, but in, very a, quick, not like in a bad 15, way. Like, you know, 15 yeah. minutes, you know, like. It's in 15 seconds. Yeah. No, like 15 minutes, like just, oh, like but frustrated. That, that, that might not be quick for some people. That's quick, could be a minute. Yeah, yeah. Oh, damn. Mm. Wait, oh. But you know, like it, it takes me, it it can take me two minutes. No, yeah. Let's say five minutes to come, yeah. or it can yeah. take me two hours. I mean, I could, yeah, five, yeah, I could do five. Yeah, minutes. I could do five minutes. Mm. Too. It's like you don't want to. You really yeah. want to long it out yeah. and make it into like a real yeah. nice orgasm. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hell. So Florence, give us one of our listeners' sex stories. Okay, so I met this really attractive, really smart guy one day while out in the city. And we exchanged numbers. With all the dating apps and everything else, this type of organic meeting is really rare. And I was so excited to meet up with this guy. We finally arranged a date and we... We finally arranged a date and after we went back to his place and began to hook up, a few things made this hook up from hell. The hookup from hell. Um, one, he wasn't good at following directions and didn't... Sorry. One, he wasn't good at following directions and I didn't climax. Dot, dot, dot. At all. Two, he was a lip biter. Like, more than anyone I've ever met. Even though I kept telling him to stop biting my lip, he continued... 
Oh, that's oh. a bit weird. Yeah, like how much of I mean, I must admit I was <laughs> <laughs> I have made a mistake. With lip biting. <laughs> um three. My nose ring had fallen out during the fumbling around and kissing, so I went home without having finished, a sore bottom lip. It was swollen and peeling on the inside the next day oh. and having to go and buy a new nose ring. Perhaps unsurprisingly, we did not hook up again. Very sad because he was very cute and intelligent. Uh, I must say, like, I feel um, there was some kind of similarities. <laughs> you were like, was me. this story about yep. me? Yeah, was this about me? <laughs> um, <laughs> did you prep this specifically for me? <laughs> um yeah, I had like one, like a, actually it was like a friend of a friend. Um, yeah. And we kind of hooked up. And this was again, like. Did you meet in the city? We met in Prague. That is a city. <laughs> yeah, that is a city. I feel like they're talking about like this, the, the city, city in London. You know, oh, the city, it could yeah. be any city. Unfortunately, yeah, we were just film students. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and yeah, we, I don't know, like. Neither of us could kind of make the move and stuff like that. And then finally we started kissing in this like uh, pub in Prague, which was like a cave as well. Wow. Um, and um, I just remember like biting her lip. Like I didn't think it was like that hard yeah. or like aggressive. And then yeah. um, at some point she kind of like shows me her lip or she goes to the bathroom and comes yeah. back and then her <gasps> lip is like literally like swollen like oh like, no like, literally like the biggest like um, yeah and almost like when she was speaking it would like actually affect um, oh no Whoa. and i was just like oh my god i'm so sorry i'm so sorry i'm so sorry <laughs> i was <laughs> but we we still go back to mine and i'm <laughs> unfortunately like we didn't make out as much um yes. like, stay away. Stay, yeah, away. stay away from the lip <laughs> um but yeah I was, I was just like oh my god like i'm so sorry yeah i enjoy a bit of like um like light bitting um i yeah i enjoy a bit of lip bitting bitting <laughs> why can i not talk <laughs> lip biting i enjoy lip biting uh, but not if it was gonna like leave my lip like swollen up yeah that sounds crazy that like how hard did you bite her <laughs> I think it, I was very yeah. It was early, you know, one of my first hookups. Yeah. <laughs> Although you know what, like, have you ever like sort of just chewed on your lip for a while and it ends up swelling up loads? It's swelling up a little bit, but to the yeah. point where you have a speech impediment. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Which I mean, one are we talking about? Yeah. Story or the our oh, listeners? Story. I feel like I'm actually the person yeah. that she's. Referring. That's you know what? That's very true. We're talking about our listeners' story here. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm just flabbergasted. I'm like imagining this girl with like a massive. Literally, duck. it was yeah, not. Yeah. Um, it's yeah, one of the most cringe. But oh. like, you know, she's still a friend. So. And at least you can yeah, talk about it and good. learn from it. It's important. Yeah, <laughs> like, it doesn't happen again. Yeah, yet. I feel that you know, I've learned a lot of people's bodies react differently like Absolutely. you know yeah for sure yeah like um, bruising even you know you you grab a girl and one girl you might not see anything another girl will have hand marks and bruises yeah yeah, yeah. i mean I, I say girl it could be guy anyway, it could be yeah. anyone yeah 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 um and you know it wasn't as hard as you know i'd done to anyone else and this person you know um yeah yeah probably do need to wrap this up now but we haven't spoken about you identify as non-binary right yeah Could, like 
I think uh, I, I kind of wanted to talk about it just because I feel like not it's many important. people know what non-binary means. Could you explain it for our listeners? So for me, um, non-binary means, you know, like, like whenever I kind of think of my gender, I don't kind of, I just kind of see myself as this person mm. and like not subscribe to any kind of particular way and um i i understand like the appearance how that kind of like um um people kind of perceive you um mm -hmm. but when i actually think of like how like the stereotypes or you know what in, in the actual kind of you know what people kind of perceive as like man or you know or like woman like i i don't i feel like there's a lot of those things that i embody in like mm -hmm. both kind of things so um yeah that's why i feel like non-binary is much more um suited for me where it, mm -hmm. it's like you know okay like this is what it means to be a man um and you need to have like all of these kind of qualities and mm -hmm. particularly you know where the stereotype of you know what is like masculinity and or also um the stereotype of like a black man and all of the uh what is attributed to that yeah and you know growing up as like an a queer like indie kid yeah where you know i wasn't like doing a lot of the kind of stereotypical cool things of you know like black masculinity so i, mm. I think um i kind of quickly like deviated into something um that wasn't so then uh, yeah. yeah like it was very um yeah um but i feel like the way that it also like impacts my sexuality because i'm very like attracted to i don't know like like butch masculine like women but like also mm. like oh. femme boys interesting like those kind of like when it like there's a contrast of those kind of things mm -hmm. you yeah. know masculinity and like dominance in like women or yeah. like you know femme like in like men or like boys then it's just like yeah. that just kind of like i'm just like oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> and 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 then um those are kind of things that i also play with like a lot like um mm -hmm. um playing around with um you know dirty talk or like you know um labels like being called like princess and all of these kind of things in like the bedroom yeah. is like really things that i really enjoy and again like i think it's kind of coming from in at some point it's like humiliation but at other points it's it's not it's yeah. just things that um you enjoy yeah and um, who you are yeah um so yeah it's very yeah yeah very interesting Thank you for explaining that for us. <laughs> it's been an absolute pleasure yeah. having you on our podcast. Yeah, thank you so much for coming on. It's been thank really you. good. Where can people find you and find your films, most importantly? Yeah, so I think the easiest way is um, my website, where you can find like links to everything else. Mm -hmm. So that's www.hellorooster.co. Mm -hmm. uh, um, you can find my Twitter and um instagram there but my twitter is also um rooster underscore xxx mm -hmm. those x's yeah yes or <laughs> anuses as we like little to see anuses them. <laughs> three little buds mm -hmm. 
um, please guys if you enjoyed our podcast today please i implore you to rate comment share all of the above we are fucks given subscribe to us subscribe to us yeah that's good mm. please and <laughs> download us on everything if you got like spotify and itunes and all that jazz like do it all for yeah. us. <laughs> what a pleasure it's been amazing and now we are here to fuck off so thank you so much for joining us so thank much you. love and um hope you have a very Procrastination. Procrastination. Procrastination day. Thank you. Bye. Bye.